You're listening to The Preacher's Corner, brought to you by In-House Productions, with your hosts, Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. You can listen to this podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify, and find us on Facebook at The Preacher's Corner, IG at the.preacherscorner, and our website at thepreacherscorner.net. Good morning. Good morning. We back. We back. We back, y'all. Hey, we back, we back in the building Pastor JT, back alive uh, Once again, man, we definitely appreciate each and every one of our listeners, man For holding it down uh, in the in, in all of the downloads and the listens, the shares, the follows While we've been on our break, man, we've been had so much going on And we are appreciative of you guys continuing to support even in the midst of our absence So we back, we back, man uh, Like I said, we had so much going on uh, Those are not aware of it, man We got music and so forth and so forth, man Just... Just check it out, check it out, check it out www.thepreacherscorner.com Check out www.pastorjt.net www.hodtvus.us There it is Man, so without further ado, we back from Sermons from the vault, this is a sermon from 2020. We're going to kick it off with Lady Fanita R. Mayberry. I pray that you guys are blessed by this word. You will please stand. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm going to read our scripture first and then we're going to pray. Amen. So if you will please grab your Bibles. Amen. Or if you don't have a Bible, it's on the screen. Amen. I'm going to be coming from Isaiah book of Isaiah 40, 27 through 31. Amen. When you got it, say word. Amen. If you don't have it, say hold up. (laughs) Amen. Isaiah 40. Going to start at the 27th verse to the 31st verse. Amen. And it reads, Why sayest thou, O Jacob, and speaketh, O Israel, my way is hid from the Lord, and my judgment is passed over from my God? Has thou not known, has thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainted not, neither is weary? There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youth shall fall, even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Amen. I'm going to read out of the Message Bible. I thought this was so good, y'all. It says, why would you complain? Oh, Jacob, we make it real plain for you. Or whine, Israel, saying that God has lost track of me. He doesn't care what happens to me. Don't you know anything? 
Haven't you been listening? God doesn't come and go. God lasts. He's creator of all you can see or imagine. He doesn't get tired out. He don't pause to catch his breath. And he knows everything inside and out. He energizes those who get tired. He gives fresh strength to dropouts. For even the young people tire and drop out. Young folk in their prime stumble and fall. But those who wait upon God get fresh strength. They spread their wings and soar like eagles. They run and don't get tired. They walk and don't lag behind. Amen. I thank God for the reading of his word on today. They gave me strength just reading that. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. I'm going to pray. Lord, we just thank you, God, for this day. Lord, we thank you for your word. God, that's about to go forward on today. God, I bind every foul and filthy spirit. God, we come against every demonic force, every plan, every plot, every scheme, every attack of the enemy this morning. Satan, I came to serve you. Notice that you are not welcome here. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what I feel like. God, you get the glory. Hallelujah. You get the glory in this place today, God. Open blinded eyes, God. Unstop our ears, God. Sensitize our hearts that we may hear what it is that you are saying to the church, God. It's in Jesus' name pray. Amen and amen. Come on, just high five your neighbor and tell them, neighbor, you can do the right, the left or the right. You're going to talk to the other one. Say, first lady's going to preach about manpower. Say, you got strength you didn't know you had. Come on, look at another neighbor and high five them and say, first lady going to preach about strength you didn't know you had. Hallelujah. Come on now, high five somebody else and say, you got strength, girl. You got strength, boy. Come on, tell them to have a seat. Hallelujah. We're going to work it out. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I thank God. Amen. For the opportunity. Amen. To speak. Amen. For the opportunity to preach his word. Amen. I give honor to our pastor this morning. Amen. My hubby. Amen. My love. Amen. I thank God. Amen. Y'all know that things can't always go the way you want them. Amen. Amen. Especially when God is in control. Amen. And God has something to do. Sometimes we got to move our agenda out the way. Amen. Amen. So anyway, I want to tell, I want to give you the definition first for manpower because when Pastor gave me that title, the first thing I thought about was the temporary service. Have y'all heard about the temporary service manpower? That's the first thing I thought about. But the definition of manpower means power available from or supplied by the physical efforts of human beings. It's the total supply of persons available and fitted for service. I'm going to say that again because that's the spiritual aspect of it. It said the total supply of persons available and then fitted for service. That's manpower. Amen. Amen. The, type, the, the, the definition for strength is the quality or state of being strong, the capacity for exertion or endurance. Amen. How many know that sometimes it tires you out to try to be strong all the time? Amen. But don't you know that even the strongest people get tired? Amen. The strongest people get weak sometimes, but it seems like we're the ones everybody always call on. Amen. Amen. Can I get a witness? Amen. We're the ones that everybody always call on because they think we're so strong and we got all this added strength, but we need strength on a daily basis just like everybody else. Amen. So I came to preach to some men this morning. I'm going to preach to y'all too, women. But I came to preach to some men this morning that's looking for revelation. Amen. That's looking for peace. Amen. And added strength. So clap your hands and give God a praise in this house if you came for a word on today. Amen. 
for what's, what's about to happen, amen, for what God is about to do in this place, amen. Get something that you've never had before, amen. To get something that you've never had, you got to do something that you ain't never done before, amen. And so if you've never waved your hands in church, I believe you ought to wave your hands this morning, amen. If you've never clapped your hands in church, I believe you ought to clap your hands. Put your hands together and clap your hands this morning, amen. Make every devil out of a liar, amen, and let him know, amen, that you are here for whatever it is that God wants to do in your life this morning, amen. We came to experience God in a different way, amen. Today, if you're not real with anyone else, please be real with yourself. We're going to deal with issues and real truths, not just ideas, but reality, I think that when people come to church, they get confused because the Bible tells us what we should be, but people continue to show you who they really are. There's a big difference between where we should be and who we are. Amen? One thing I've learned about men is they don't want everybody to know that they don't have it all together. They don't want us to know that they don't have all the answers. That they don't have enough money to provide for their families or they don't, they just want to be left alone sometime. Amen. Amen. And you know that we are very vocal. We talk. Amen. And we talk in circles. Amen. But men are very straightforward and to the point. And sometimes we verbalize things and we want to an answer right then, but they internalize. So you might not get an answer for three days. Amen. So sometimes they want to be left alone. Amen. But they also don't want us to know, amen, where they truly stand in life. But I want to ask the men a question today. One simple question. Don't answer out loud. Just think about it. Are you happy? I brought a mirror. Amen. I wanted things to go so different. Amen. But it's okay. I brought a mirror this morning because I wanted all the men. Come here, Joe. Get that mirror and give it to your brother first. I want you, every man to get that mirror and look in that mirror. And I'm going to ask you a question. Are you happy? Look at yourself. Are you happy? Are you happy with what you see looking back at you? Are you happy with the you that don't nobody really know but you? Pass it to the next man. Are you happy? Are you happy with what you see when you look in that mirror? Are you happy with the you that don't nobody know but you? Pass it to the next man. Uncle Derek, are you happy? Are you happy with what you see when you look in the mirror? Are you happy with the man that's looking back at you? Are you happy with the man that don't nobody really know but you? Are you happy? Are you truly happy? Brother Whalen. Are you happy with what you see looking back at you in the mirror? Are you happy with the you that nobody knows but you? Now, I could have sent this around to the women. Think about it. This question is for you, too. Are you happy? Are you happy with the woman of God that you are? The woman that you are? Are you happy with the person that you look at in the mirror every day, every night? Are you happy with the person that you have become that don't nobody really know that lives inside of there but you? Are you happy? Now, we all know that the definition of happiness means that something got to be happening. Amen? And most of us try to make people make us happy. 
but nobody can make you happy. Amen. When asked such a simple but complex question, most of us have a hundred plus reasons why we are or are not happy. And it's all because of someone else. Fact is, nobody can make you happy but God. He knows what you need to make you whole. He knows what you need to make you who you're going to be. And he will destroy what is sent to break you. There's a lack of men in the church because they've either seen too much and experienced some kind of hurt in the church. But I'm going to help me a brother today. Amen. The problem is you don't know how to get to God. You know how to get to the church. But once you get to the church, you don't know how to get to God. Amen. It ain't nothing for the women to raise our hands and cry out, amen, and get God's attention. But the men kind of stand around and watch us and see what we're going to do next. Amen. So the men know how to get to the church house, but they don't know how to get to God once they get to the church. Amen. There's a lack in intimacy. Amen. They don't know how to be intimate. Amen. They don't know what to do when they get to the church house. Which can be a dangerous place for a broken man to be without God. The church is a dangerous place for a broken man to be without God. Amen? Because most men come in church looking for help, but then something happens that back, makes them backtrack that causes them to never want to enter another church building because what they realize is the other brothers in the church are just like them. Nine times out of ten, we come to church and we come for help, but then that thing that's on the inside of us pairs up with something just like us. Have you ever noticed, I'm going to tell you like this, look at the church if you would, amen, next time church break up. All the messy people hang with all the messy people. All the liars hang with all the liars. All the whoremongers hang with all the whoremongers, all the single folks, what I'm talking about, hang with all the single folks and they looking at all the single brothers. All the single mothers hang with all the single mothers. All the wives hang with all the wives. Oh, I'm helping somebody today. All the married men hang with the married men. But in some form, we, we, we get clicks based on who we are in the church. Amen? It's dangerous for a broken man to be without God in the church. Because you come for help, but you end up spreading your toxins over the congregation after you realize that some folks in the church are just like you. In our scripture today, I love our scripture because what it is asking is where is your strength? We live in a world that's, that's full of pride and it prides itself in, on all its accomplishments and everything that it has accomplished. And we live in a world that prides itself on being able to do anything it sets its mind to. A world that puts men on the moon. A, a, a world that the people in the government can determine how many food stamps a family of five get. Amen. Or how, how many people going to get killed this year. Amen. They are in full control of everything that's going on around us. But in, in, the, 40th, uh, in the 40th chapter of Isaiah, the 27th verse, the prophet anticipates the attitude of the people and he asked them what kind of vision do you think our God has he said you think your ways are hidden from God they're not or you think God has given up on you he has not amen he said my cause is disregarded to this Isaiah responds to thinking this way to think that this way is way too low to have a view like this of your God he reminds them of who God is in 40 20 through 28 28 through 29, dealing with the creator's endless power and his wisdom in the first verse and wonderful desire and ability to share the power with the weak and the weary in the second verse. 
So he speaks of both the being and the persons of God. That's kind of hard to see sometimes when you can't see God. Amen? But his question in 40 and 28 is, is a rhetorical question. He says, how can you say such things about a God when you know perfectly well who he is and what he is like? He knows your situations perfectly and he can and will do something about it. Amen. Ain't that just like us? Because sometimes God has already worked miracles and opened doors. And as soon as you come to another pit stop, you, go, you start throwing yourself a pity party, bring all the balloons and the cupcake. You forgot all about what God did back there because you focused on what you need done right here. But we forget that God is the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. Amen. He knows your situation perfectly. Amen. And the fact is that most vigorous things in creation... The young men cannot keep themselves going. They are not self-generating, but they are dependent on outside sources for strength. God is not like that. He is self-generating, and that means he has abundant strength to give away to those who wait for him. Amen? I like that. Amen? And our, our key verse was the 29th chapter talking about the strength that God gives us. Amen? Because the title is Strength I Didn't Know I Had. Amen? Most men have already, already have trust issues of some kind they don't like to be neglected they're unsure of their abilities and ashamed of their past they don't like familiar situations that cause them pain so it's hard to love and become intimate and trust a God you cannot see especially when the man you can see has broke your trust in some shape form or fashion ladies it is true that the enemy attacks the women but his desire is to kill the man Case in point, I know y'all look at the news every day. The enemy's desire right now is to kill our men. Amen? I'm going to tell you why in just a second. He wants us in captivity, ladies. But in the Bible, David was sent to rescue the wives of his people. But before David could rescue the women, he had to first encourage himself. The Bible said that the man had to be in place, which is why some of our houses are out of control because our men are not in their places. Amen. The man is the one to get the word and it bring back to the family and feed the wife and the children. Uh, the way our lives are set up, amen, our lives are not the way the Bible has instructed it to be. Amen. The Bible said that David had to first encourage himself. That means he had to praise God. He had to get on the right track and then he went and he, he got the women, amen, and he brought them back to a place of restoration. Amen. Women are held captive by our past, our disappointments, our frustrations, our hurt, our appearances, our ages, and anything the enemy can keep us locked up with, he will. But ladies, hear me and hear me good when I tell you that our battle is nowhere near the battle that our men fight, hallelujah. Our husbands fight battles that we don't even know of, hallelujah. They cry tears on their pillow just like we do and we don't have a clue. They get in the car to go to work in the wee hours of the morning and cry all the way to work and we have no idea. All we want to know when they get back is what, what we going to eat, when I'm going to have gas money, when do you get paid, I got this bill, the kids did this, I whooped them, she got slapped, they did that, the toys is on the floor, I got to cook and you got to clean. We don't care. that we'll never even know they're fighting. 
The Bible says it like this. It's the seed of the woman that the prophecy said would rise up and bruise the head of the seed of the serpent. The enemy knows that if he can destroy your man, he don't have to destroy you. You'll destroy yourself. We break our neck working multiple jobs. Once that man leaves us, we'll get two, three jobs if we have to. Amen. Trying to make up for the loss of a man. You'll find, amen, yourself trying to do whatever you can, amen, to make up for that man walking away, leaving you. Amen. Or if not, you'll find yourself, amen, breaking your neck for the loss of a son, amen, who's in trouble. And the enemy knows that if he destroy the male seed, it leaves the houses uncovered. Amen. Breaking the heart of the woman, distorting the image for the children. Amen. Because y'all know that every son thinks that their daddy is Superman. Amen. And even sometimes Superman had to turn back into Clark Kent. Amen. He didn't have an S on his chest all day long. He did it when it was necessary, but during the day he was Clark Kent at one point in time. We treat the men like they're glorified Superman and sugar daddies. Amen. Like they got to, should to, and we want them to. Oh, Lord Jesus, y'all don't want to be real in here today. We look at them as walking dollar signs and, and something else. I can't say because you know I'm on camera, Lord Jesus. The magic stick, we'll just say that. Amen. But listen to what God told me. He said that if he destroys the male seed, it leaves the houses uncovered. It breaks the woman's heart. She'll never love or trust again. It distorts the image for the children of what a man's supposed to be as a part of, as, as far as the family is concerned. It distorts their image of what their daddy is because after the daddy walks away, the mama talks about him like a dog, even if it was partly her fault, the reason why he's gone. We talk about him like they're a dog and tell him all the reasons why we're going to put him on child support and why he ain't came to pick them up on the first 35th weekend. Come on, y'all know I'm being real. Don't be looking at me like y'all facing a new fence. We're breaking up the houses. I'm preaching about manpower. This is, we got strength we didn't know we had. It's strength in our mouth. We bump our gums day in and day out about the wrong stuff. But we don't encourage and uplift. Oh, Lord Jesus. He said we'll tear up the, our own house. He said we distort the images of the children. And guess what? He got the whole house because he got one man. Amen. Because he got one man. If he destroyed one man of one, every household, he got the whole entire family. He got the whole family. I know that the woman thinks that she in control and she is the prayer warrior intercessor, but guess what? God didn't just call women to be whip, weeping uh, women. He called men to be intercessors as well. The men are supposed to hear what God is saying so that he can lead his family the right way. But in every church that you attend, who do you see praying? I wait. Lord Jesus, how can you say that you want to be the man, but God don't ever hear your voice? You want to lead with divine direction, but who giving you leadership? We embarrassed to pray, but we want direction. We embarrassed to pray, but we want God to put money in our pocket. Because we the man. I know y'all don't like me right now. That's all right. How many praying women do I have that will stand and agree with me this morning? How many praying women do I have? Come on, stand to your feet, all the praying women. 
We're going to need a man seated. All the praying women, if, you, if I got some praying women in the house, stand with me this morning. Amen. I want you to stand in agreement with me and we're going to speak life on behalf of our men. Amen. We're going to speak life on behalf of our men, our husbands, our sons, our brothers, our cousins, and our grandsons today. Amen. I came to let the devil know that you cannot destroy our seed. You cannot destroy our fathers. You will not destroy our marriages. You will not destroy our sons. Amen. And we stand in agreement today that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. I decree and declare that you will be the head Come on, point at your man if he in the building with you today. Say, I decree that you will be the head and not the tail. You will be a lender and not a borrower. You are blessed in the city and you're blessed in the field. I decree and declare that you'll have long life and prosperity. I rebuke the devourer that will come to cause you lack in your pocketbook. I decree and declare that every bad habit, every hang up, every hiccup, amen, that has caused us to be destroyed like drinking, cursing, lying, cheating, watching porn, depression, oppression, we curse you now to the very root. And I come against every lie that was ever told to you in Jesus' name. Come on, put those hands together and give God a praise. Come on, I come against that sexual abuse that was performed on every man in this house. The neglect, the abandonment as a child that they felt. Amen, you will be who God called you to be. I decree and declare that you allow God to finish what he started inside of you. In the name of Jesus, I decree and declare resurrection to every male seed attached to us in this place. Satan, we cancel your assignment. Every plot, every plan and scheme that you've had set up for our men to fail. Come on, just holler out and tell your man, say, you shall live and not die. Because greater is he that is within me than he that is in the world. Come on now, you ought to put those blessed hands together if you believe it. Come on, we stand in agreement for our men this morning. The devil can't have our husbands. He can't have them. God said that we can decree and declare a thing. Amen, you may be seated. Hallelujah. I thought about when I was thinking about the men. Amen. And God was telling me that when, when he was telling me that they fight battles that we have no idea that they fight. God said that it, it reminded me of the story of Gideon. Y'all know about the story of Gideon. That baby was threshing wheat in the wine press. And the wine press was like a little bitty hole. He had to squeeze his body down in there. And he was trying to thresh wheat. Amen. And that's got to be in an open place so you can shred everything that you need and have the good wheat and throw the tear away. Well, he was down in the hole doing that because he was afraid of the Midianites. And the Bible say, one day that the, the, the Lord, the angel of the Lord came to him and said, God is with you, mighty warrior. And Gideon looked at the Lord. He was like, who are you talking to? You ain't talking to me. The Lord ain't with me. And he said, if the Lord was with me and I was a mighty warrior, why is all this stuff happening to us? Amen. I came to tell the men that it may look bad. It may be cloudy some days. Amen. You may look like you may not be able to make it. You may feel like you ain't got enough money to take care of your families. may seem like you can't muster up enough prayer to pray over your family, but God is with you. And God told me to tell you that you are mighty warriors, that he is on your side. Hallelujah. I'm talking to the men. Y'all ain't excited? Ooh, men don't know how to get excited. Can y'all at least clap your hands? Ooh, they be so macho. Yeah. 
<laughs> they was like, yeah. <laughs> the Lord has showed me Gideon and I said, God, that is just like our men because we can tell them who they are and we can pump them up all day long and y'all know what? They'll walk away and not believe a word you said. Good God Almighty. And you be thinking you done really done something. Boy, you are all that boy in the bag of chips, the good chips. <laughs> Good soda, you all of that. Go, boy, with your fine self. And then he be walking away like, what's she talking about? I got a beer belly. I'm losing my hair. And she talking about I'm fine, my fine self. They still doubt what's being said to them just like he did. He was unsure of who God said he was. He started telling God all about what he couldn't do and who his family was and that out of all of the people in his family, he was the weakest link. But how many know that God liked to use weak links? He liked to use the bad boys out of the family. He liked those that are, are the black sheep of the families because that's when he can get the glory. Because whenever you got a man that's already puffed up and thinking all that, God can't get the glory out of his life. He can only use nothings and nobodies the uttermost to the guttermost. He got to use the dope things and the whoremongers. He got to use them kind. He got to use the drunks. Because that's the way he get his glory. Hallelujah. And you know, I thought about it. I said, nobody in their right mind would like to walk around drunk. I didn't like that when I was out there in the world. It's fun while you're doing it with your friends. But the next day, good God Almighty, don't drink no dark liquor. You got diarrhea. You can't get out the bed. You sick. You throwing up. Come on, I'm keeping it real today. Because I'm trying to help somebody. You got diarrhea. You done smoked weed all night. You done ate all the groceries. Next day, you trying to look for cereal and ain't got none. Been there, done that. All of those things, people people don't do that because they want to. We do that because we got underlying conditions. Lord, have mercy help in this place today. We don't drink because we like drinking. We drink it because we got a problem and we're trying to hide it. We're trying to match the feelings. We don't want to cry because big boys don't cry. Lord, have mercy. See, some, some, for some men it's drinking, so you might not be able to identify with that. Some men it's just rolling up a blunt or two. You might can't identify with that. But then some men got to have a whole lot of women. Oh, Lord Jesus. You like Solomon. Solomon had a thousand women. That book had 700 wives and 300 concubines. Please tell me why. It take him three, three years. Wait, wait, yeah. Three years. It's 365 days a year. 369. About three years to have sex with all them women. To give everybody one day. Oh, I'm trying to help somebody. I'm painting a picture for you. Some men got to have a whole lot of sex. And it's not because they want sex. They want that intimacy. They want some affection. They want attention. They want love. Because they, they didn't get it from their mama. Oh, Lord Jesus. They didn't get it from their mama. Their mama slapped them upside the head. Because most of our mamas was from the projects. And they didn't get no love. Our mama said they, they don't have fake friends. You know, I don't know Drake's whole song. But I know he said something about fake friends. I don't need no new ones. I'm a, those kind of mamas don't hug you and love on you. So some men are looking for love. And they got to look for it in all the wrong places. And then they got to come make a full circle right back around to God. God told me, I'm the only person that can keep you happy. I'm the only one that can make you happy and keep you there. Because you can have a man that is good and good, good, good today. But he'll be bad, bad, bad tomorrow. Can you still hang in there with him? Can you still stand the rain? Oh, Lord Jesus. You know, folks don't like to be real in church. They don't like to be real in church. 
Amen. I know you may feel under pressure, men. I'm talking to strictly to the men right now. I know you may feel under pressure on the edge because the enemy is scared right now. He's scared that you may have had something implanted in your brain today that will cause a breakthrough. Amen. The very breakthrough that you've been waiting on before you break. Amen. Don't y'all know that you could be sitting right to a, right next to a man this morning that feel on the edge like he's going to break. But you know they always keep on smiling. You can ask them how y'all doing. The man going to say, I'm good. Especially don't let them walk up in church. I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. And be about to take their own life. Can't wait to get out of the church so they can get in their car and cry. But the women, we so naive and go and think that all is well. I heard a lady talking about something on my job. She said, you know, her husband was, they had uh, uh, celebrated their anniversary. She said they celebrated their anniversary and two weeks later, he she got served with divorce papers. She said he took her to a nice dinner, got her some nice, the finest wine. You know, I was eavesdropping, but I was like, whoo, Jesus. Got her the finest wine. She had all kind of cheeses and hors d'oeuvres and, you know, she had the full thing, you know, you know, you know, we just used to sit down and just eat. She had the appetizer and the, the entree and a dessert and the salad in between it. So she had a full, you know, she said she say he laid out the red carpet for her. She laid out the, he laid out the red carpet for her. Treated her so good, got home, they had a great time. Bubble bath was all brewing. Two weeks later, get a knock on the door and the voice papers are served. And I wanted so bad to go over there and talk to her, but I didn't do it because I said, you know, it's just my second, third day on the job. I didn't want to be intruding on nobody's business. But do y'all know what that, why that is? Because just like us, we neglect the fact that we, we neglect all the signs. They were there. They were there, but we, we neglect them. We neglect the signs. She said, we just, I just thought we were so happy, but the signs was there, but we neglected them. But ever since I left and I heard that lady's testimony, I've been praying like crazy that God turned that situation around because nobody gets married to get a divorce. I'm here to tell you, I done been divorced before. That's a hard thing to go through. Nobody gets married to get a divorce. Hallelujah. Can I get an amen? Nobody gets in a relationship, spend six, seven years with a man to only walk away from that person. Nobody in their right mind does that. But there is an enemy on the prowl right now. He said, God asked him, where are you going? He said, I'm walking to and fro. I'm looking for somebody's life to destroy. Is it yours? Is it going to be your house? Is it going to be, is he going to walk up to your front porch? What place is he going to end up next? Because we got to be some prayer warriors. So I know that the men feel like sometimes they're on a break. Amen. And they don't know which way to go. And the only thing that men know how to do is run. They only know how to do, they only know how to run. Am I by myself when I say that sometimes, you know, I'll be trying to talk to pastor about something. Or when we say, I got to talk to you, I could just imagine what they thinking. Oh, my God. Because we don't get straight to the point. He might ask you, what we having for dinner? Instead of us saying chicken, we say, well, you know, I went down to Walmart. They had chicken for $2.50 a pound, so I didn't get them there. I went down to Winco because, you know, Winco always got it on sale. I'm real long. I go all around the corner. And all that boy wanted to know was, what are we having for dinner? And I done told him all about the traffic on 35, who was standing in the way. They had people pulled over, baby. You know, it was a black Camaro pulled over onto the side on 35, and all he didn't ask for was, baby, what we going to eat? So we don't communicate the same. That's what I'm saying. If we would have asked him, baby, what we going to eat, he would have said chicken. But we got to tell him all about what happened before we got to the chicken. And then we don't eat chicken. 
<laughs> Instead, I thought I'd pick up some neck bones. Because, you know, I thought about last week you had asked me about some neck bones. Y'all know it's real. They don't communicate the way that we do. So as women, we got to make sure we keep our eyes open. Amen? Amen. I know that, amen, that the Lord, he told me that, that the people, the men in this place were under pressure and on edge because houses, their houses are breaking. That the enemy was scared. He said the enemy was going to be scared today because they just might get a breakthrough. He said, before you go backwards, before you give up on me, he said, he dare you to lift your hands in this place. Men, lift up your hands. Don't be embarrassed to lift your hands. Because I'm going to tell you something. The Lord said, if you be embarrassed of him, he's going to be embarrassed of you before his God. Amen. He said, lift your hands and think on the goodness of Jesus and all that he has already done for you. And he said, then give him glory. Come on, give him glory. Now. I'm going to show y'all the difference in between that. Now all the women, stand to your feet. Lift up your hands. Think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he has already done for you. All the ways that he's already made. Now come on, put those blessed hands together. Open up your mouth and give God a praise. Come on, if it had not been for the Lord on my side, I don't know what I would be today. And I lose courage 
and confidence and a made-up mind to all of our men. I lose the mind of Christ in our men today. Cause your hearts to change. Improve your vision. Unify the body of believers that we look just like you, God. From today forward, men, walk in the authority that God has already given you. Because God told me to tell you today, you got strength. You didn't know you had. Come on, you better open your mouth and give God a praise. Sister Tawana, you got strength, girl, that you didn't know you had. You hear me? God told me to tell you, you got strength you did not know you had. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what has transpired. God already worked it out. You hear me? Oh, it's going to be a total 180, baby. That, that car going to turn around. Trust and believe what I tell you. I serve a God that will not lie. Hallelujah. We serve not a high priest that cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities. Ooh, we serve a true and living God. We serve a true and living God. What's your name, baby? Alexis. It's all good. It's all good. You hear me? It's all good, Alexis. It's all good. All of your babies coming home. It's all good. God already paving the way. I'm praying and believing. I'm going to touch and agree with you. Come here. Let me touch and agree with you. I'm going to agree with you that you get your own place. That you can lay out everything you need before they all come home. In Jesus' name, by the power and authority of the Holy Ghost, in the presence of the Lamb. I curse every foul and filthy spirit that will come against her family. In Jesus' name, by the power and authority of the Holy Ghost, in the precious blood of the Lamb. It's already done, baby. It's already done. We serve a God, hallelujah, that sits high, but it looks low. Let me tell y'all something. I was in Alexis' place. She tried to tell me a little bit that she don't know. I don't like for people to tell me stuff about them because I want them to see that God is real. Amen. I don't like for people to go too far in their business because I, I, I like to speak right where you are so you know that God is real. Amen. Because some people come to church because they think they're going to come get some relief. But this, I don't want a temporary relief. I need relief for the rest of my life. Amen. And what I like to do is let people see that God is a real God. That he can speak expressively just to you. Amen. Sister Alexis, I used to be on drugs really, really bad. Lost all of my children. Had to go to court to get my kids back. They were spread out everywhere. Had to go to court to get my babies back. I fought for about a year, maybe two years. Everybody told me, oh, you're not going to get those kids back. You're not going to get them back, baby. You can hang that up. Just let them go and stay with their daddies and you go on and live your life. I said, the devil is a lie. You know what I did? I told God, I said, I'm tired. I've already fought. I've done everything that I can do. I said, now, Lord, if you are who you say you are, work on my behalf. Open doors, God. Clean me up. Don't allow me to snort no more cocaine. Don't allow me to hit no more heroin. Don't let nobody shoot me up. Don't allow me to go to the dope houses. Clean me up, God. Make me brand new so I can be the mother that you called me to be for my children. And guess what? He did just that. But you got to have a desire. You got to want to. You got to want God to do it. Hallelujah. And then, Pop, I want to talk to you today. I'm so glad you came. Because God been taking uh, 
protecting you and watching over you. You know that, don't you? I ain't stopped praying for you since you left. But God said you only have so much leeway before he got to pull you back. And you, it ain't going to be willingly. So with God, though, you want to come willingly. You don't want God to do it to you or do it for you. Because when God do it, he'll either roll you in in a wheelchair. He'll put you behind bars. And what you don't want to do is allow God to do what he want to do in his timing. I told your mom I had a dream about you. She can tell you before you ever even left to go stay with your daddy. I, told, I called your mom and I said, Sister Mill, I'm worried about Pop. Because that's when you first stopped coming to church. I said, baby, I had a dream that he was he moved with his daddy. You hadn't even moved with him yet. That's, right, that's what it was. You hadn't moved with him yet. I said, I had a dream Pop moved with his daddy. And when he got over there, he was walking in some apartments. I told her, I didn't know if it was, it looked like the projects, but I wasn't sure. But I told her, I said, I seen some brown brick apartments. And he was walking through an alleyway. And he had on his daddy's jacket and his daddy pants. And somebody thought it was, they thought you was your daddy. And when they saw you, they just ran up and just started shooting. Just shooting you. I mean, just shot you up. All, all the way you fell down on the ground. And when they turned you over, you said, I'm not my daddy. I'm not my daddy. And But you know what the Lord told me? He said, as long as you cover him, I'll protect him. But let me tell you what the Lord said, Pop. He said, you are not your daddy. You are not your daddy. Listen to what God said. You are not your daddy. You don't have to follow in his footsteps. You don't have to live the way he lived. You are not your daddy. You don't wait. You don't want to wait till it's too late. You don't never want to wait until it's too late. I'm I mean dying by themselves. They getting in a car being stopped by traffic to do on a traffic stop for running a stop sign and ain't making it home. The last thing we want to do is see our children follow the footsteps of their daddies. You know what Brandon is doing right now? I don't know if your mama told you Brandon went back to prison. My son had been in prison, y'all. This is the third time my son had went to prison. The preacher. Think about it like this. I had said when, they, when it happened the first time, y'all went to throw in the towel. I told God I ain't never preaching to nobody else. I said, how can I preach to other people and help other people's children and intercede on behalf of other people, but you allow mine to go to prison? My son was 17 years old when he first stepped, stepped foot in a prison way in Louisiana by himself. Don't know nobody's little bitty scrawny thing. He little like pop. Down there fighting, but almost lost his mind because that ain't where he's supposed to be. God had already called him from when he was a baby in my womb that he was going to be a man of God. But when you try to do what you want to do, God will let you take that detour, but he'll protect you along the way. This boy is on his third incarceration. My son is over a whole bank robbery ring. Then robbed, I mean, I can't tell you how many banks. But in there again, this time, Pop, he got 15 years. I still got to preach. Woo! Let me help somebody. I still got to intercede. I still got to pray for other people. I still got to lay hands. I still got to encourage. But mine is in prison for 15 years. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I'm trying to help somebody today. Glory to your name, God. But then you got people that come in. I done studied. I'm sick. I've been throwing up all yesterday. Y'all know how I go. I got to give a word to people that don't want the word. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. But I tell you, it ain't no mistake you came, baby. What's your name? Huh? Corian? I pray for you right now. I cover you by the power and authority of the Holy Ghost and the precious blood of the Lamb. You be mindful of your friends, the company that you keep. You hear me? 
Everybody ain't your friend. I had to learn that the hard way. Everybody ain't your friend. Everybody ain't your friend. Everybody don't mean you good. They smile at you and bump, you know how y'all do all that. What's up, bro, and all that, and bro you up? That don't mean nothing. You be careful. Watch your surroundings at all times. I wish Brother Dijon was here today because I sure wanted to talk to him today. But I just pray for him. I lift him up right where he is. By the power and authority of the Holy Ghost, God, protect him like never before. God, I bind that spirit of alcoholism, God, that is on his life. In Jesus' name, by the power and authority of the Holy Ghost, God, fix that underlying situation. Don't nobody like walking around sloppy drunk. That don't even make sense. You can't think. You can't do what you got to do. If you drive, you're risking getting a ticket. Don't nobody like living like that, but it's something wrong that they can't identify with as a man. So then they drink themselves to make themselves better. But what they don't realize is after that drink wear off, your problem is still there. Lord have mercy. Jesus. Brother Brendan. God already got it worked out. I know you want to wait, take your time. But you know why that is? It's not because y'all can't get it together. It's not because of the families. It's because God wants you to get in your place. God wants you to be the man of God he created you to be. See, we had a conversation, me and you. We would sit at the table at Razoo's. When y'all was doing marriage counseling and you said to me, you said, first lady, it's funny that the last time you preached, you said that you felt like you lost something along the way. And then you told me, I feel the same way. And what I tell you, I said, you can't lose something you ain't never had. Just because you come to church don't mean you got something. There's a lot of people that come to church that ain't got jack. You hear me? There's a bunch of people that come and sit in the church and they want to be saved. They want to love God. They want that intimacy with God, but they don't have it. But they think they do because they got some time in the church. Let something happen. The devil will show you just what you're working with. He'll show you just what you're working with. So because you got to get in your place, everything that you love got to fall apart first. Kind of like when you you put your dominoes together. You know how you line up all your dominoes and you design them, and if you hit the first one, it's a domino effect and everything fall down. You don't get to keep some stuff standing. From the first to the end, they all fall down. That's what's going on in your household. Because first of all, we got to learn to be obedient to God. got to be obedient to God. A lot of people come to church and they think they're being obedient to the pastor and the first lady. You're not being obedient to me because guess what? I'm fighting for a seat to go to heaven just like you. I'm only the messenger. But baby, trust and believe. If the heaven train pulled up now and had one seat, I'm going to fight you for it. I'm trying to get in just like you are. But you can't do it living any kind of way. The Bible says, come from among them and be ye separated, said the Lord. You can't be saved and outside too. You can't love God and love the devil too. He said you got to love one or love and despite the other. You can't love God and the devil. They have no two-way love affair when it comes to God. That ain't the way that go. And I'm talking about from the intercessors on down. And then people wonder why come me and Pastor running everything. We can't have you running stuff any living any kind of way. 
because that'll taint the whole entire service. Everything will be jacked up from the beginning to the end. So God told me to tell you, when you get in your place, everything you desire going to work in your favor. It's already yours. It was yours before the very foundations of the world. You don't have to fight with Alex to be the man. You are the man. You are in charge. Alex got a very dominant personality. I can, I can talk about how she worked with me, y'all. She got a very bossy attitude. Women, we just do. Because when we've been single, we, we stepped into the shoes of the man. That's why I'm trying to straighten it out today. You know, y'all know that old song say, let's straighten it out. <laughs> That's what we're doing this morning. We straighten it out. Because whenever you want to live together in harmony, you got to have your house got to line up with the word of God. The man is the head all day, every day. That don't mean you got to walk around like a puppy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What you say, sir? Iron your drawers. Yes, sir. Scoop your poop. Yes, sir. Make your play. Yes, sir. Bed, bed, sir. That ain't how that go. But he is in charge. Y'all get what I'm saying? He is in charge. So I want y'all to be encouraged. For the women. Stay in your lane. Learn when to speak and when not to speak. Learn when to get on your knees and pray for your man. Instead of nagging your man. Get into that place of intimacy with him where you can see that he's hurting in his eyes instead of trying to pull on his hand. You don't have to turn him around. You ought to know. You know how girls, we got it, we got it real bad telling each other, God, I'm calling you because I just felt like something was wrong with you, but you can't do it with your husband. Who got here? You ain't felt nothing wrong with me. You only know what's something wrong with your man at home. You live with him. You can't tell me something wrong with me. Then it's time for you to come up. It's time for the women to come up. People always try to figure out why I don't be friends with a lot of women. I'm going to tell you why. Because a lot of women don't want to come up to where I am. What I won't do is dumb myself down and go down to where you are. I want you to come up to where I am. If I'm going to intercede, then you're going to intercede with me. If I'm going to be a prayer warrior, you're going to be a prayer warrior with me. If I'm going to talk about the word of God, you're going to talk about the word of God with me. If I love God, you're going to love God with me. But guess what? We ain't got nothing to talk about. We ain't got nothing to talk about. God said he gave us strength today that you didn't know you had. Do you feel like you got strength to go on? Come on, do you really feel like you got strength to go on? You can make it. You can make it. You can make it. I don't care what it looks like. Sister Brittany, you can make it. You can. You can make it. Come on, stand to your feet. We're going to pray. And then I'm going to give y'all an opportunity to pray. I want every husband and every wife to come to the front. We're going to pray for y'all first. for you and Sister Kenza. Brother, uh, come on. I want you and Sister Alex to come because y'all engaged. Come on up. 
Yeah, I was going to tell you, since you want to come on, stand in the gap for you and your husband. And I want y'all, now I just want you to hold your spouse's hand. Hold your hand, turn towards your spouse. Y'all, you can just stay like that. And I want you to pray first for your spouse. You pray first for your spouse. The women, y'all pray for your man. Come on, go. If they need a, a roof over their 
the name of Jesus. Restore the love, God, and the affection, God. Restore, God, everything in them, God. Oh, God, unto each other, Lord, like never before, God. Oh, God, call them to fall in love today, Lord. All over again, God. Call the man, God, to love their wives, God. Like Christ loved the church, Lord. Oh, God, give them, cause them to have patience with us, God. And to understand us, God, as complex as we are as women, God. Give them patience with us, Lord, even now, God. In the name of Jesus. And everything they stand in need of, God. We pray that your hand provide it. In Jesus' name. Now, come on, let that hand go and give your God a praise. Come on, give your God a praise. Hallelujah. Give your God a praise. Hallelujah. I pray for restoration. Hallelujah. Communication. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. I bind up the spirit of anger and confusion and jealousy that will run in the families, God. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Thank God. Amen and amen. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I pray for every young man under the sound of my voice today. That God protect you and watch over you. I pray for every son, every grandson, every uncle, every cousin. And I want y'all to do me a favor. Point your hand back towards our pastor. I'm going to pray for my Y'all know I can't pray for y'all, honey, without praying for mine. Well, we just cause God everything that he need, God, to overtake him, Lord. For the vision, God, for his understanding, God, for ministry, God, for the love, God, that he has for you. God, we ask God if there's anything that he's standing in need of today, God, that your hand provided. Because we know that great is your faithfulness towards him, God. I thank you for everything that he is, God, and everything that he is not. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, sister me. I want to pray for you and your baby. He wasn't gonna come by himself. You wanna put your arms around your mama? Papa, you know God loves you. You know it, don't you? I know you know that already. You know how much your mama loves you. You know she don't want to see you. Nothing wrong with you. Not hurt, not in prison. She don't want that. You know that, don't you? You don't want that for yourself, do you? Don't you want God's protection over your life? Aren't you tired? You know, I know you you young, and you know that the turn-up be real. I know it is. You just came back from college, and that turn-up is real. But guess what? Hell is, too. You know that? And we don't know our time nor our hour. We don't know when God going to call our name. We don't know when God going to call our name, so we got to be ready when he calls us. So I want to pray for you. Father God in heaven, God, we lift our baby back up to you, God. Even though we know, Lord, that he is now a young man, God, 21 years old, God. We don't care, God, about his age, God. We just care about the soul, Lord. God, we love him, Lord, and we know that you love him more than we do, God. So, Sister Mia, we stand with her in agreement today, and we give him back to you, Lord, by the power and authority of the Holy Ghost, God, and the precious blood of the Lamb, God. Lord, I don't want to see him, God, dead, Lord. We don't want to have a funeral for him, God. We don't want to visit the prison system for him, God. Lord, we don't want to see him hurt, God, and in the hospital, Lord. But we cover him, God, from the top of his head, Lord, to the sole of his feet, God. Let him know, God, that he has strength that he didn't even know he had, God. To let his yes be yes and his no be no, God. In 
in this hour, God, by the power and authority of the Holy Ghost, God. Oh, God, and we pray for Sister Mia now, Lord. Oh, God, that you cause her to get back in her place, God. Oh, God, that she can lead her family, Lord, in the right way to go, God. I bind every foul and filthy spirit, God, every distraction, God, every hang-up, God, every hiccup, God, that will come against her now, Lord. Oh, God, release your power, your authority, and your anointing, God, in their houses, God. Right now, God, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. We rebuke the devourer. We rebuke the devourer. Because the enemy come to steal, kill, and destroy. Y'all do know that. He come to steal, kill, and destroy. But our God, he brings life. And that more abundantly. God come to bring life. And that more abundantly. I'm done, y'all. Come on, put your hands together. Give God a praise. Thanks so much for joining us for The Preacher's Corner with your hosts, Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. For more information, you can log on to our website at thepreacherscorner.net, Facebook at The Preacher's Corner, and IG The.Preacher's Corner. This is an in-house production. We'll see you next time.